Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Mum. Hello, Pumpkin. Well, it's been a week for you, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you share with our listeners what's been going on for you this week? Bless you. Uh, After two years of evading it, I finally caught COVID, um, unfortunately. So yeah, no, wasn't ideal, but was bound to happen at some point. Um, And luckily, you know, I don't think there's no luck. Thankfully, I'm really not in the mood today for your little little inputs. Um, thankfully, I don't think it was the you know the worst um, variant that we could have got um, in our experience. So it was, yeah, Ellie and I um, both had it. Um, I think it's just the the challenging thing for us was fortunately we were um, you know still quite well and you know able to to function with it. But it's it's having a dog, having a puppy <laughs> that um, yeah. needs exercise and, and care and that kind of thing. So you know you've kind of felt like you couldn't just get better in in peace so to speak uh, but no we got through it we're definitely coming out the other end but we are doing this virtually to be safe um but yeah how's yeah. your week been mum <laughs> bless you bless you well I've missed you and I'm really sorry Likewise. that you didn't get to have the Easter weekend that you wanted yeah that was I annoying, know that you, annoying yeah timing. you guys had plans for sure and I know it was annoying timing but it does mean that I get to see you on my birthday this coming weekend yeah. so um more, so that's the, more the priority definitely oh so, gosh I yeah. wouldn't say that but um but that's so that's lovely. But no, I've had a good week. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, had a lovely Easter weekend. Good. So that was lovely. Um, yeah, darling, I was just more concerned about you. So I'm just really thrilled to know that you and Ellie are definitely, definitely. Well, I think Ellie's kind of there now and you're on the up. So well done and well done for being here doing this podcast oh, episode. That's easy. That's easy. And on to what we're talking about yes. this week. So today's topic for this week, we are discussing overwhelm, um, how it can hold you back, what to do when you're in a state or feeling particularly overwhelmed. I think a lot of people are going through this at the moment, whether it be, you know, career changes, family life, health, whatever's going on. I think overwhelm is, is something that a lot of people can relate to at the moment. So I thought this week we could break that down a little bit. Yeah, no, I think it's a great topic. Um, Definitely, funnily enough, I was just um, saying to you, wasn't I, Pumpkin, that I've literally just just had a coaching call with a client and partially that was about overwhelm, you know, and what's so interesting is, you know, it can be overwhelm on any level, you know, it can be anything, it can be you've got, as you said, Holly, you know, you've got overwhelming different areas of your life, but it could be that you've just got lots of different things going on and they might even be really lovely things going on, but it feels overwhelming or you've got an emotional response to something going on in your life right now. And that could feel overwhelming. So, you know, overwhelm comes in so many different guises. The trouble is with overwhelm, though, is we then go, we can go into freeze and paralysis and not feeling very good at all. And then, of course, we're then not at our optimum to create a hell yes. You know, we're certainly not living a hell yes in point of fact, we feel that our energy and our focus is completely scattered. Yeah, definitely. I think this is something I definitely relate to. I for sure get overwhelmed. Um, And I think for me, it's that feeling scattered, like you said. Uh, I think when I get overwhelmed, 
I feel very ungrounded and unbalanced and it's like I can't kind of find my my footing or my place and and then you can't get your thoughts in order and then it just kind of spirals out from there so yeah I want to talk about this this week as well you know for me I think I'm going through a a bit of a period of overwhelm too Um, and I think sometimes it's it's hard to to see through it it's hard to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel because I think the the unique thing about overwhelm is it's it's very much all consuming um it's it's very kind of takes takes over you i think if 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 it allows itself to if you allow it to get momentum you then it, it's sometimes tricky then to to pull that back and i think that's what i i struggle with sometimes for sure yeah i think there's a couple of things you said there which were really interesting that i was going to pick up on the first thing though i want to go to is the thing you just said here close to the end of what you've just said which is you know about building momentum um the the thing the trouble is with the energy of overwhelm is it already has a fast momentum think about it you know anybody that's listening to this who who gets overwhelmed or or is in a place of overwhelm or has been in a place of overwhelm because we're human and when come on we we all have done that and are there at times you can feel the energy of it it's fast and then as we know your thoughts just spiral And we've got 16 seconds, as we know from the book, we've got 16 seconds before we build more and more momentum. And then you feel like you're in that doom and gloom place or you feel like you can't see the wood for the trees. And then where do you go with that? So you, Holly, you have been in that place this week, I know. So what's helped you to, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here because I know that you're still kind of in that place a little bit. So even if you don't know what what has helped you, what would help you? I'm laughing as you ask me that because <laughs> I don't feel um, qualified to be giving advice um, at the moment <laughs> but on this topic. But I would say that the number one thing that has helped actually probably one of one of the only things well a few things have helped having really supportive family, friends, partner obviously can't be um, overstated enough or overemphasized enough. Um, you know, the patience of you, the patience of Ellie being there to talk me through any of the kind of overwhelming thoughts or breaking it down with me and that kind of thing, that, that kind of camaraderie and feeling like you're not alone in it is, is definitely helpful. But I would say that even more importantly than that probably is taking it one day at a time. That, it's kind of been my mantra for the past few days. I think COVID definitely didn't help. I don't know anyone else has had COVID. I think mentally it just definitely lowered how I was feeling and that didn't then help with what else I've got going on, you know, in my life at the moment. Um, but I think taking it one day at a time, um, which links to things we've talked about before in terms of being in the present moment, not looking too far ahead and not looking back at the past. Um, but that definitely has helped because, even I think, and this is the thing with overwhelm, this is the real, you know, tricky part of it. Even when you're in a state of overwhelm, even positive things are then stressful. So, you know, for example, I've got lots of lovely things coming up, lots of lovely social events and stuff, you know, your birthday being one this weekend, all kinds of, of lovely opportunities that are happening. But when I'm in that state of overwhelm and fear and, you know, not kind of feeling in control of my thoughts and can't get my footing and my balance, even those things aren't as joyful or exciting as they should be. And that's just such a, you know, that's a real, um, 
what's the word, just pesky, annoying thing about feeling overwhelmed. So I would say, yeah, even not even looking forward to the positive, the positive, happy things. I'm I'm just looking to the day ahead. That's it. Um, taking it literally minute by minute, hour by hour. Um, and, and I think that's really helped because I think overwhelm can lead you to catastrophize and worry about the future. And, and that's not going to help you. It's going to keep you stuck in, in this place of, of fear and the, the future isn't even guaranteed. It's not here yet. So don't, I would say don't stress about it. Um, definitely easier said than done, but taking it one day at a time has helped me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as as you were saying about not to harp on about COVID, but it has its place in this for you anyway this week. Um, just speaking from your own personal experience that, you know, whether you've had heavy physical, not you, anybody that's listening, heavy physical symptoms or not of COVID, the fact is, though, it does have a lower vibration. So it will affect your mental and emotional state um, and bring it down, you know. So it's also being aware of that, that in other words, it doesn't have to just be about COVID. I think what helps with overwhelm as well is being aware. This is how I feel. Accepting this is how I feel. Not questioning it, not worrying about it not thinking, am I doing something wrong because I'm feeling overwhelmed? Because then we go into judgment and self-criticism, definitely, mm-hmm. which then leads to more uh, not feeling good. And then you're definitely living a hell no um, at that point. So it's just accepting that's where I am right now. And you're not always like that. And it's then, yeah, what could I do differently? So definitely, you know, one day at a time. Um, some I remember Charmaine, you know, who was one of the um, one of the guests on our podcast uh, earlier on. Um, for her, she takes one hour at a time. Okay, for me, I diarize everything. Okay, so if I've got so much stuff going on, I'll even put in my calendar um, my yoga session. Now I do my yoga session most days. I would love to say every day, but I don't. I do a yoga session most days. So even though I know I do it most days, I put it in my calendar so that it's out of my head. I don't have to think about it and I've dumped it. Okay. So if you're overwhelmed, think about what can you dump out of your head? Because that's the thing as well. Remember that when we have things floating around in our head, they do feel overwhelming. When you take them out and you ground them, whether that's in a diary, a calendar, your notes on your phone or a journal or whatever, it takes the overwhelm away because you've got a clear plan about when you're doing what. So definitely overwhelm can definitely, when you've got a task overwhelm, that can definitely come from not, from keeping it in your head and not dumping it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I also think even if you don't have a task overwhelm, but more like a, I don't know, life decision, life stage overwhelm, which I think is quite common, especially at the moment for people. Um, I think I find quite helpful um, writing down those fears as well, or those decisions. So the decisions that you're having to make or the choices that are before you, if they're overwhelming you, writing them down, writing down kind of best case scenario, you know, what you're looking for, what you're aiming for, but then also worst case scenario. I find real comfort in outlining the worst case scenario and getting comfortable with it because then it's almost like I'm protecting myself 
from from all avenues you know and I think for me overwhelm is very much a fear of the unknown it's very much a fear of not knowing what's going to come next or thinking if I make this decision this could happen and x y and z but if I get comfortable with x y and z and I get comfortable with with every possible outcome um that obviously you know I can think of there may be things that I can't think of but the, the ones that I can then it's like well even if that does happen and even if that's not really what I want the only actual you know results of that are this and I'm okay with that and I can get comfortable with that. And that for me brings me a lot of comfort and it reduces the overwhelm for sure. Definitely. Cause then what you can do from that, the next step on from that is when you're feeling more comfortable because you've thought of the worst case scenarios and you're okay with that. You, as you said, you felt comfortable with that. Then the next step from that is, okay, so what would I intend now from this because I'm comfortable with what may happen. I'm not putting it out there. I'm comfortable with what may happen. But now let me focus on what I what I would like to happen so that you can focus on that coming from a place of feeling okay about it. Yeah, because that's the next step. Because then you can intend what you want from a more comfortable place. Yeah, totally. I think sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed, the you know, the urge is to just bury your head in the sand. And yeah. just, well, if I'm not aware of it and if I'm just, you know, and there are benefits to distraction, for example. So we always say distract, distract, distract. And I think that is good in the moment for sure. Um, but I think if you are feeling massive overwhelm and there's a variety of like a range of things that are stressing you out, I think that, you know, the urge to distract and just bury your head in the sand can be quite strong. And there might be a time and a place for that. But ultimately, you know, the more time I'm spending not facing the issues head on that I'm having, the the worse I'm going to feel for a longer amount of time. Do you know what I mean? I'm just kind of prolonging feeling better about the situation. So I think that for me, facing it head on, but with the lens and the perspective of one day at a time, one hour at a time, so that I'm not, you know, thinking of a million things at once and then doing that kind of fear mapping kind of exercise um, that I think those all together in a combination have definitely helped as well. That's, that's really great. Um, that's really, really good. So something else as well that's really practical and that anyone can do, and it would really, really support the release of overwhelm um, is, so you've got the vagus nerve going on. Okay. And that in within the body and that, um, how can I put it? That, that uh, works with your nervous system and you're either going to, you know, the parasympathetic or the sympathetic nervous system. So it's your stress response. Okay. It controls your stress response. Now, the great thing about calming, working with the vagus nerve is you can do it with your breath. Okay. And as you breathe and allow yourself to relax, it relaxes the vagus nerve, which then has an absolute knock-on effect on your nervous system. Okay. So this is a really good breathing technique, which will absolutely calm all of that down. Because remember what, what the brain has done is, is gone into probably fight or flight. Yeah. So you, and then you've got the cortisol running through you, the adrenaline and all that kind of stuff. So what we want to do is calm that down so that you've got space within the brain, which allows the release of the overwhelm. Okay. So the rhythm of the breathing is to inhale for four, the count of four, pause for two and exhale for a count of six. I was worried you were going to do it there. 
<laughs> no, no. God, it was heavy Tesla. breathing, yeah. heavy breathing. Um, That'd be creepy. And, um, yeah. And um, that will keep doing that, keep doing that for a couple of minutes, keep doing that. And you will absolutely see your whole nervous, you'll, you'll feel your whole nervous system calm down. Then you see you are more in a space to take empowering decisions, to move forward on empowering choices. And you can only do that when the brain isn't in fight or flight. And when you're in overwhelm, you're in fight or flight. So really, that's a really good thing you can do any time of the day, wherever you are. It's just making sure you remind yourself you have that awareness and you remind yourself to do it rather than just, we're very good at doing this rather than just trying to get yourself through it. Yeah, I love that. I really love that idea. I think that's really useful. I also think as well, something that's worth us considering in this conversation is trying to also get to the cause of the overwhelm. So, you know, sometimes it's just that you've got a lot on, but actually other times it's you've got a lot on because you've taken on too much. Maybe you've got too many commitments. Maybe you're overworking. Maybe there isn't enough, you know, it's all work and you've got no kind of other stuff going on, or maybe you're not enjoying your work, or maybe you're not feeling valued, whatever it is, I think it's breaking down. Why actually are you feeling overwhelmed? Because then there'll be different, you know, solutions or different things that will help based off of that. So I think rest is a massive one as well. I was just writing my, uh, my newsletter for this week, which, which when people listen to this would have gone out last week. Um, but I always write like a mental health booster. And I think one of, one of them is, is rest. And I think rest is really kind of, um, undervalued and underemphasized. We, we need to rest. Like as humans, we can't be go 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 twenty four seven. And so, although having COVID was frustrating and you know all that kind of thing, um, I'm also trying to look on the positive side of it and be grateful that it gave me that time to to rest, where I had no option. I had to isolate. I had to be at home, and I couldn't, um, you know, do anything or work or anything like that. So. I think, you know, figure out as well, if you can break it down, write it down, talk to your partner, talk to your family and just what, what has got you to this stage of overwhelm and what can, what else do you need to help you out of it? So the the tips that we've already recommended, I think are really useful, but do you just need some time off? Do you need to rest? Do you need to recuperate? Are you putting yourself first enough? I think those are the type of questions that you need to be asking as well. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that you've just, I think another major thing that's interesting what you've just said, you've just said that COVID gave you the time to rest. And if you remember what Charmaine said, Charmaine in her episode said cancer gave her the chance to rest. Okay, well, there's something very wrong going on here, isn't there? That, you know, we wait until we have uh, a full on not feeling good experience to then support us to rest or to support us to make those choices. And I mean, th- th- there is something wrong there. So th- 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 what I would love, what would really support uh, to really support you to remove overwhelm is to make empowering choices before you've built momentum on the very thing that has caused you the overwhelm. Yeah. So it's having that it's, it's I'd love from this episode for people to really be aware of, like you said, Hull, about, um, you know, get to the core of it. Get to the core of it now and make an empowering choice now. Preventatively. Mm -hmm. Yes, not wait until you're in a a space where it doesn't feel good. Because I hate to say this, but it will catch up with you because it's mind-body connection. 
So it will catch up with you. There is, um, you know, unfortunately, it's the way it works. So be aware now and make those empowering choices. Empowering choices, it's what the word, the whole thing is in the word empowering. It's your choice and you can choose that, but make the choice. And sometimes we get so used to doing what we're doing that we then don't make a different choice. You know, we'll step out of the norm, step out of the norm. And instead of doing something maybe that's disempowering you and then leading to overwhelm, stress and anxiety and all of that, um, those kind of emotions, then do something now. Decide now from this episode, what is it that you need to step back from and commit to that, you know, but commit with a trust that it will all work out, you know, you may be going outside of your comfort zone, but trust in the fact that if it doesn't feel good, if it's a hell no, it's a hell no. You're not going to fit, a, what do they say, um, hole, a square peg into a round hole. You're not going to make it work for you. So if listen to your emotional guidance. If it's a hell no, it's a hell no. So would stepping back make it more of a hell yes for you right now? Definitely. I think that might be a good point to, to end on there, mum. Yeah. Uh, but okay. thank you so much because I found this really useful um, for the overwhelm that I've been feeling at the moment. And hopefully then any listeners that are going through that, you know, those emotions can relate and find it useful as well. Yeah, I just want to highlight something you said earlier, Hole, and, and just, you know, I want everybody to be aware as well. As you say, you could feel overwhelmed from really good stuff, but you're still overwhelmed. Okay. So, you know, and, and I hear this quite a lot, don't you, um, Pumpkin? I hear this quite a lot. You know, yeah, I've been really, really busy. All good stuff, though, as if we're justified. You know, I've been yeah. really busy. Feel you overwhelmed. Feel ungrateful. It's like, yeah, I shouldn't but feel it's overwhelmed all, because it's all good yeah. stuff. So it's all good stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's still too much. You know, you still need to have time for you, space for you, space to just allow yourself to drift daydream all of that and that's where your creative power lies as well but when you're going 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 you just can't do that so i just wanted to say that totally love that thank you so much to anyone that's listened to this episode we really appreciate you as always if you'd like to give us a, a rating or follow or subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on and share it with your friends and family we would really appreciate that but in the meantime we hope you have a wonderful week living a hell yes bye-bye <laughs>